to another episode of Catch Some Z's. I know it has been a while and that was not on purpose. Um, we'll get into all of that in this episode. Um, a lot has changed. You know, I am embracing flexibility. I, I had content and just, just episode materials scheduled for this episode and everything has changed. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about all of that in this. And so I'm not even going to sit here and, and do too much uh, beating around the bush. We are going to get right into it. Really excited to talk about all the things that we're going to talk about today. Um, and yeah, why wait? Word to Hillary. No, word to Belinda from the Cheetah Girls. But yeah, no, we're going to get into it right now. Um, let's do it. So for those of you who are caught up and who follow the Catch Some Z's Instagram, a couple of weeks ago, posted this really cute reel about prioritizing rest. And as it turns out, okay, so how about this? I recorded that reel on like over the weekend. And I was talking to a friend. I was like, you know, I was, I had allergies that weekend. I think I was, you know, stuffy, all of that sneezing. And a friend of mine was like, you know, you might want to go ahead and get yourself one of them tests and I was like oh like I didn't even think that that's what this was sure and so when Monday rolled around I went to Walgreens scheduled myself one of them drive-in tests and sure enough I caught the Rona and that pissed me off I'm not even gonna lie to you um I'm double vaxxed and boosted and I have been evading it <laughs> this whole entire time and I either got it from work or I worked a gig uh, a couple of days before I ended up getting it. And so it was either the gig or it was my office. And either way, um, that was just really frustrating to me because full transparency moment, friends, I um, had to take a hard look at my finances these last couple of weeks because, you know, things were it was it was life was getting pretty real. And, um, you know, part of why I took the gig was because it was a, you know, quick check. Um, and frankly, I was frustrated in the beginning when I when I saw that I had tested positive. I was frustrated because I was like, you know, I either got it from my day job, which is not providing any opportunities to really do remote work like that. Or I got it from this gig that, yeah, it was like a great opportunity, but also like I probably wouldn't have taken it if I didn't like kind of have to. Um, and so that kind of frustrated me, but anyway, that's not what the point of today's episode is. The point is I posted that reel and, you know, I had uh, shared that I had, you know, uh, picked up the modern plague for a little bit. Thankfully it wasn't awful. I was again, like I said, stuffy nose, congested sneezing for like a while. Um, but for me, the biggest thing was just fatigue. And so 
that was the last full week of February. And, you know, I had things to do, but I had to kind of take that time and really just embrace uh, a full couch potato life um, or rather a rotten potato <laughs> um, because I literally was, you know, like in bed sleeping until I wasn't tired anymore. I would get up well, I would wake up like get on TikTok and just like scroll or go on like Instagram reels and just scroll and get tired from that fall asleep like I wasn't leaving my bed the earliest I would leave my bed was like 4 p.m um yeah and I just kind of let that rock for the week and now granted I try to you know make time for rest as frequently as I can but this week it was really like on another level and I also recognize that I just kind of I, not kind of I did need it um you know if you've been again listening to the podcast if you've been following the socials it's been you know 2022 has been good but there have been periods of time where things have just been really challenging like emotionally and mentally and so I'm constantly battling you know those those feelings and those challenges and sometimes I forget that even if you're not doing something physical like you can still tire yourself out and so I took that week that full week I did not go into work I logged onto my work computer like a couple of days out of the week but wasn't really doing too much um and yeah it was good it was good I needed it and um that's that's major uh, update number one I've got like two free or three total for you major update number two actually came while I was down and out from the Rona so let me tell you all about uh how Tuesday went you know 222 2022 um I took a work meeting just because it was pretty important and I had some things I had to say but other than that I didn't do anything that day um and I again I stayed in the bed and was just there rotting <laughs> like the whole day and just really just 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 living just living in all of that and that day uh, for those of you who are on Duolingo was also the day that they launched the beta version of the Haitian Creole uh, lessons and so if you're new here uh, my father is Haitian therefore I am Haitian and I am constantly frustrated about being the only cousin only niece uh, that does not speak Haitian Creole and so I have been teaching myself and learning for the past couple years and I've been on Duolingo for 980 plus days now at this point <laughs> and so uh it was exciting for me to see you know that they were creating this lesson and so Tuesday was when it launched and I forgot about it and a friend texted me they were like oh you know it's here and I'm like oh man so I hopped on Duolingo when I was supposed to be getting up out of my bed and they had a placement test okay and they you know you can take the placement test if you kind of know a little bit of stuff and it'll place you in like whatever unit and friends I took the placement test and I tested out of unit one now like you know you you all don't know nothing but like I know that was a big deal for me okay because my dad's been telling me that like I have a better grasp on the language than I give myself credit for which that's a common theme if you've been listening to this podcast with just every aspect of my life um but you know, to have it verified by this app. They're like, oh yeah, like you can start it, you know, 
unit two as opposed to unit one. And I was like, OMG, that means like I have a pretty solid grasp of the basics at least. Um, and that really just kind of lifted my spirits in a way that like I, I like I felt just incredibly accomplished. Like I literally called my mom and was like, OMG, like, guess what? I texted my dad, told him the news and it was great. And that gave me the push I needed to like get out of bed. <laughs> it was like 7.30 p.m. And I was like, all right, yeah, I guess I can like, you know, wash my face, go downstairs, get some food, right? So I was just really excited, really excited, really excited. And um, when I hung up the phone from my mom, I was making my food. I was getting ready to sit down and watch a couple episodes of The Sopranos. And when I looked at my phone, friends, I had an email. I had an email um, and it was like, now at this time, it's like, like 8.15. And I had an email from a job that I applied to a couple months ago. So um, to give you all some context who are listening, I, um, <laughs> those of you who are, you know, on, on the socials, uh, you know that for the past let's say two years, uh, just my work life has been very challenging and I haven't been shy, at least in, uh, in real life conversations about, you know, trying to find other opportunities and trying to also establish myself kind of like as an, as a creative and an entrepreneur and all that. And so with that, you know, I've been applying to jobs just to see if I could switch up my situation a little bit and just try something new and, grow professionally and sure enough that Tuesday evening I heard back from a job that I had applied to that I interviewed for um and I was under the impression that they were going to get back to me like within a certain time frame that time frame came and went and so it was kind of like all right well you know better luck next time and um yeah here they are now back in my messages checking to see if I'm interested and I'm like I mean you know we can certainly have a conversation I've got COVID right now but you know whatever and long story short between Tuesday and Friday had some conversations answered a couple questions submitted a couple forms I had a job offer by Friday my friends this is the part where we would insert the applause sounds but I'm not doing that right now because it's late um but yeah and I also did a big girl thing and countered the offer because you gotta, you know, you have to, you have to stand up and, 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 and advocate for yourself and your self-worth, especially in the face of these jobs. And then, um, well, yeah, I, uh, I'll be starting a new job soon. So, so more, more, more of that to come, more information on that to come. And, um, I imagine some of you are congratulating me right now. At least I like to think so. So I'm going to go ahead and give a preemptive thank you. <laughs> Um, but you know, like I said, those of you who have been here for a while, you know that, um, like I said, things have just been a bit challenging and, um, this news is great. Right. And, um, I, I do have to emphasize though, that it is the result of about 16 months of waiting. You know, you see people like if you're on LinkedIn, you see people when they get a new job and they talk about how they went through like 1,287 interviews and, you know, they've been unemployed for 16 years and then an opportunity came around and it's like this whole big press release on LinkedIn, right? And I'm not interested in doing that. I mean, I guess I'm kind of doing it here, but I'm doing it here in context for like the overall story. Um, but, you know, I, I'm also saying it because, um, you know, 
contextualizing this good news. It is great news, but it's not news that came out of the blue. It's news that has directly been in the works for like, uh, what, three, five months, but I've been working on again, like I said, for like 16. <laughs> so um, it took some time. It took some patience. It took a lot of faith, but we're here now. And, you know, it's it's more than just a new job. It also does represent a lot of new opportunities and just kind of um, a, a, it, it represents a really big weight kind of being lifted off of my shoulders. And so as I get more into that, I'll uh, share more of that with you all. But uh, shout out to everyone that I've spoken to uh, in person or not or whatever, because um, this is this is really this is really big. And you all have kept <laughs> helped kept me sane um, when I wanted to just kind of get chaotic and crazy and do something uh, rash and inappropriate. So I appreciate everyone who has been a supporter in some way, shape or form. Um, and that's just kind of, that's one piece to the story. So I said I had three general things to talk about. As always, they all kind of tie into, to well, to everything. It ties into the season, ties into today. So, um, but I am going to shift gears just a second. So the news of a new job came, the, the, God, the timing of everything, like I said, was just kind of, <laughs> was kind of, you, you couldn't write it better for like TV, right? Um, and here, can I, if I can paint you the picture, right? Can, if we can get poetic, if we can get cinematic for a moment. There I was at home for a full week, sick um, with the bug that I have successfully avoided for the last two years, right? And here I am getting it um, under circumstances that were not outside of my daily occurrences in life. You know, it's one thing if I was like outside kissing strangers at bars and like I got it, but no, it was very much, I, I went to work and I came home and I had it once. Um, anyway, it's not the point. The point is there I am at home resting my mind, my body, because I, I don't have a choice. Right. And in comes this opportunity that I, you know, have been putting myself out there for that. I, that I, I, that I just took a chance on myself, um, with, and here it is now, uh, coming back essentially right when it, when it needs to. And, um, turning out, you know, just in, in, in my favor, you know, the whole entire process I expected to take about like two months total. Right. And, you know, they were moving pretty fast. The first interview came like about two weeks after I submitted the application. And then they liked me enough to invite me on a second interview. And that ended up happening exactly like one month after the first one. And, you know, they told me that I would, you know, be hearing from them within like a week. And then now here we are almost two months later. And it just so happens that again, I'm homesick. And I was like, isn't it kind of funny how I'm entering kind of this new era? And I literally had to get like, like I had to be put down for a week to kind of prep myself to 
come back with a bang and get ready for this next phase, right? And I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before, like back in November, maybe even October before I was even applying for this, I just kind of felt a shift like around my birthday when things were chaotic and I was crying because my house wasn't cleaned. (laughs) I felt a shift and I was like, you know, I don't know what's coming, but something is coming and I just need to be ready for it. And so, you know, I've I've spoken about um, how uh, some of the, the, the feelings that I felt in the end of, at the end of 2020, um, were kind of resurfacing but the difference being now I'm just handling them better and I'm not letting those feelings win and control me you know I'm acknowledging them and I'm accepting them for what they are but I'm not you know having a couple extra glasses of rum punch at night or you know I'm not having an angry internal dialogue that I'm letting you know fester internally um when I'm frustrated I you know remove myself from whatever situation and i let that anger out in a healthy way and I don't turn to alcohol or any other substances. And so all of these things, right? All of these things um, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing. And then now here I am literally sick and literally like at a, at a forced state of rest. Um, and then I get, you know, offered a job that definitely is going to contribute to that next phase, right? Like that's, it's just, to me, it was so incredibly poetic. But that's not even the half of it, my friends. So I accepted the job formally um, on March 1st, right? So Women's History Month, woohoo, go women. And I took that day off of work because I and my dear friend Gio were going to a concert and I didn't want to have to, you know, leave work early to do it. No, like it was something we were both looking forward to. And I said, no, I'm going to take the day off and we're going to go and we're going to have a great time. So the concert was Kyle Dion, an R&B artist who I became uh, familiar with or like I learned about sometime in 2021, if not late 2020, and just really like his sound. Uh, he's super dynamic. I think he sounds like a lot different than many of his peers Um, But it also sounds like he, you know, he's giving vibes of some of the greats of the past and like, you know, all those good things. So I've been really into him. And a friend of mine told me that he was touring and that the tickets were, you know, priced in my budget. So, you know what, let's do it. And so now it's the day of the concert and like we're both looking forward to it. And when I tell you that everything aligned to make this whole entire experience just so lovely I don't I don't have the words to like accurately put it together right now but like it it was quite literally the perfect evening and I will tell you all about it so (laughs) this show was at SOBs in New York um and so I was really excited to go just because I know that there's like a lot of history and like you know the musical community um at a venue like SOBs and so Uh, We drove into the city as opposed to taking public transit and, you know, traffic was pretty standard for the middle of the afternoon. We were like right before rush hour and I knew things were going to be great when we found parking right around the corner from the venue. Like we did not have to walk more than five minutes from our parking spot to the venue. So already things are looking up. And while I'm not like an avid concert goer, as far as like, I'm, I'm not one who was like going to a bunch of festivals and stuff in high school, like a lot of my friends were, I do know that like, you know, 
there's certain things to look out for as far as just like, you know, audience participation and things like that. And so when we were arriving to the venue, I noticed that like I did not see people lined up outside. Um, and we got there like within two hours of like when doors were scheduled to open and like I didn't see anyone when we drove past. And when we actually got there, there were like maybe four people on the line, you know, in front of us. And so I'm like, OK, I just kind of expected like it'd be a crowd of people like all, you know, I just remember hearing stories of, you know, people camping out the night before or whatever. So I was just kind of like preparing my mind for that. And it wasn't. And instead, when we arrived, it was nothing but beautiful black women. And I was like, you know, this is where I need to be. <laughs> and so Gio and I were there online and, you know, we're just, you know, I'm looking at the the list of the, you know, the people who have performed in the past and like so many of my faves of, you know, present day and before my time were listed. And I just felt really just happy to be there and be in the spaces that these people that I admire so much were also there uh, for. And then uh, a friend, the friend of mine who told me about the show, there she was. She walked up, she saw, she spotted us and we haven't actually seen each other in quite some time. And so we were able to connect and it was just a really joyous moment. Everybody was so excited. You know, we're all here together. She was meeting a friend. And so like all of us just kind of linked up and we just became little group for the whole evening. And again, I am not someone who like, you know, makes concert friends, but like I made concert friends this night, but more about that later. Um, so we were there and we actually bought VIP meet and greet tickets. Um, and the meet and greet, you know, was supposed to happen in the beginning. It got postponed to the end, which was like no problem. We were just going off of vibes at that point. And even the bouncer, Mr. Leroy, shout out Mr. Leroy, because, you know, he was fun. You know, he was serious. Obviously he was firm, but like, you know, obviously, well, not obviously, but some of us, uh, us, us young women and femmes, like, you know, we, we find ourselves, uh, in spaces with men and it can be very uncomfortable. This was not that. Mr. Leroy was, you know, just doing his job, making sure people were in line, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I had to let him know at one point, I told him straight up, I was like, you know, I don't want to be weird, but like, I feel very safe with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just felt very safe. I felt like it was, you know, like if something happened, he was going to hold it down and he was not going to be somebody that was going to be like sexually aggressive and weird because, you know, it's a bunch of, you know, young black girls uh, at this concert. And I said something and then literally all the girls who were with me, they were like, yeah, like, no, we feel like, you know, safe and comfortable with you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it was just mm, love it. Um, and then when, you know, doors open, we got inside again. This is my first time at SOBs. And so I was just really impressed with the venue, went to the bar, got myself a little rum punch. Um, and the, every single person who was on staff, um, I had a, a positive interaction with, again, like, you know, this is your job you know, you might, you know, you could be having a bad day or you could be used to like, you know, concert crowds. Like I can imagine people who work at venues, like, you know, obviously you do what you have to do, but you can also probably get sick of like having to deal with all these different types of people all the time. And if that was the case, I did not pick up on it because everyone was just, you know, they were nice, they were accommodating, they were helpful. Um, and it just, I don't know, just, it was just positive interactions all around. And I just really appreciated that. And, um, you know, we were with our little group and we were there early. We went right to the front of the stage. And so, you know, I haven't been to too many intimate shows like at intimate venues. Um, and I typically don't do general admissions just because I prefer to like, you know, have a designated seat. But we did GA and we were there and y'all will see between either the kind of trailer video I post for this episode or the longer version 
I was right at the stage like it wasn't even like there was nobody standing in front of me I I was in front of me and then it was Kyle on stage like and I've just never been that close you know to to a stage for an artist that I like and so that was a first for me and it was great and um the opener Kuz you know he was cool one of those like dope white boys with white sneakers and a crop top but he was just like vibing like 100% and it was just really good energy um and he brought out Julia and she sang a song and we're sitting there like going off to Paramore's misery business like it was just like a really good time and it was also fun because you know sometimes you know it can be um not hard but like you don't always find yourself in the spaces with the black girls that can sing along to Paramore. Paramore is not a good example because like, you know, Paramore is for the blacks. Um, <laughs> but it was nice to like have us all there just really going off and singing along. So that was really cute and like really nice for me. Um, and of course, Kyle, like, you know, he was the headliner. He was the reason we were there. And it was just a fantastic show and performance. He's so cute. Um, and I loved his energy. And again, it was great being right in front of him. Like, obviously it would have hit if I was all, all the way in the back, but it hit especially hard because I was right there in the front and I was with my homies and like everyone was just like tipsy and we're all smiling and we're just vibing and his energy was great and his musicians, the band, like they were doing their thing. And I just was like, I was just so happy to be there. Um, and I, I just, the whole entire time, you know, I got some videos and stuff and I am someone who likes, you know, I don't like to have my phone out too much. Um, I did, you know, take it out at some times just so I can have stuff to look back on, but like, it was great. And I just, you know, I, I felt so free. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how to explain it. I just, it just felt like I said, 2022 is the year of pleasure. And like, you know, not denying myself the things that I want to do. And like in that moment, like specifically during his the whole night, but like specifically during his performance, I felt just all of those positive feelings and those pleasureful feelings that I'm hoping to feel for like the entire year. Um, so that was just really surreal for me because like it wasn't overwhelming, but that particular sensation was like it's it's something that I haven't felt in like a while. And it felt good to to feel it because I was enjoying music and I was with these beautiful black girls and, you know, we were supporting art in New York, you know, on a stage that, um, like I said, the musicians that I admire so much have performed, uh, you know, before they've performed there before. So all of that was at play for me. And of course, um, I can't deny or I can't ignore the meet and greet experience at the end we, you know, by this point we had made our concert friends and we were just like high off of the whole performance, the experience. I told the band, I'm like, you know, y'all did y'all thing. I told the tour promoter, I spoke to him and the team. I'm like, look, like this was like a very smooth experience. Like from, from the consumer and the fan experience, like I am just floored. Um, and I even did a, a little bit of networking while I was there. More on that later. <laughs> um and during the meet and greet, you know, I got to talk to Kyle a little bit and it was just, again, like, you know, you're an artist, you just performed on stage and now you're meeting like, you know, people, um, when you probably just want to go to bed, but like he had great energy and we took a very sassy photo and I loved it. Um, <laughs> and it was one of those things where I, I'm telling everyone, like I asked him, you know, I said, I want to take a picture 
with you you know that's fun and sexy but I don't know what to do and he's like okay like <laughs> he's like bend over um and you know I'll be behind you and like put your finger in your mouth and like bite it and I was like Kyle I'm not gonna bite my finger and he's like okay I'll do it and so you know you all um by the time you listen to this the video will be out and you'll at least see some of it but it was just like for me it was like oh like fun and silly but then like my friends <laughs> as it was happening they start you know screaming you know like I get it girl whatever da, da, da. and then like it's only then that I realized oh you know what this is actually pretty um <laughs> this is actually pretty provocative but who cares whatever I'm grown I was having fun um and quick story about that okay so ready so I, you know, gave my mom the recap the next day, whatever. I sent her the picture to show her. And, like, she laughed. She's like, oh, like, you know, haha, so cute. And remember, my mom is a good Christian woman. Then I spoke to her a little bit later. And you'll see also in the picture, like, I'm literally, I kept it casual that day. I'm in a crop top and mom jeans and, like, sneakers. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to do too much. And my mom, she's like, mm, why did you wear those jeans? I was like, what, my mom jeans? And she's like yeah um you can't really see your butt in those and I'm like hmm okay um and I told her I'm like you know well for me the point wasn't to give body it was to give comfort and uh maximum you know if I gotta run if I gotta hop on public transit or something I need just to be comfortable I need to be able to move you know that's my whole thing plus not like I did look cute first of all right it's not that I, I didn't look busted but she was just, oh, you know, like, you can't really see a butt. You got a cute butt, you know. And I just, I just like it when you wear things that really, like, really accentuate your curves. And so what, I, what I'm hearing is, okay, mom, you wanted me to take this picture with Kyle Dion with cowboy chaps on and tassels on my, on my boobs. You wanted me to dress like a groupie whore. Um, I, I get it, ma. I get it. And um, that's just not me. And I'm sorry, but um also for the record she only saw one picture which was me <laughs> bent over um so she couldn't even really see the full effect of what my body was doing and it was it was still giving it was very much giving plump okay but anyway that's not the point but I just thought it was funny I think this is also just my mom secretly being like trying to get me to have kids so she can have grandkids um but again this this is not <laughs> this is not how to go about it <laughs> um but anyway that was just fun for me so like I said um took cute pictures with with Kyle we also took some regular ones too I'm not you know I'm not just a groupie whore <laughs> um and then you know we got ex exchanged everyone's Instagrams that we met at the concert and then me and Gio drove back home and like you know there was no traffic and we had a good conversation and it was just really like the perfect night and each time I look at you know the the picture that he signed I, I come across some of the photos that I took that night I just get excited all over again because I, I realized later after I left left and I had some time away from the concert, like how I felt there is what like that's that's my goal to feel like, you know, more often than not in life. And like I said, it was all of those like really positive feelings. But it was also because, again, like the environment, right? Like I was with great company the environment itself was safe, inviting, and just really conducive to good vibes, right? Um, the music, right, was that we were there to, to, to see and to consume and to enjoy is, is music that I enjoy a lot. And, you know, obviously we all do, but like, I think it's also a testament to like, you know, Kyle and his team, because it's like, shout out to you all for kind of curating 
either intentionally or unintentionally this fan base of people that like you know we're all in this space to see you obviously but like I don't know I just felt like there was massive respect for people like it was general admissions but people were bumping into each other and like apologizing profusely you know like I just don't (laughs) I don't see that a lot right and so the fact that everyone was there there was like this group of guys that like brought Kyle flowers and it's like uh you know and everyone was just like you know giving each other their space nobody was crowding anyone it was just really good and I, I I I see that kind of as like what my future is essentially gonna look like um and how at least how I'm building it and how I want it to feel and so it was like I said it was like a snapshot of of what I imagine or rather what I'm building my my dream life to look like and so to get a taste of it like that was just so uh it was so wonderful and even now like I'm recording this episode like it's been at least a week you know and I still feel the same I still feel excited people ask me about it and like I literally go off on the same exact tangent that I'm giving to you all right now um and I'm probably going to continue to do so so (laughs) and it's worth mentioning obviously because like I said like you know a lot of good news happened uh at the end of February and then I literally started March with a bang and you know I don't remember having such like productive and just good marches like this. You know, I I was holding out in February as far as I was holding out hope because these last couple of Februarys have been um, consistent in that I've been going through things and they, you know, work themselves out towards the end. And then I get, you know, I get through it. Um, And so while I was, you know, really frustrated in January and February, different, you know, pockets of those those months, I also had faith that, you know, by the time February finished, things would change in a way that I couldn't even imagine. And guess what? I got a job offer and I went to an amazing concert and had an incredible experience all within like a week of each other. Um, And I'm just so grateful and this is what it means, right? Like all of all of what we're doing in life is to just really hone in on those unfiltered feelings. And I felt excitement, you know, when I when I when I got offered offered the job when it looked like I was going to get offered the job and when I actually got offered the job when I accepted it. And I felt great, you know, excitement heading to the concert, during the concert, after the concert. And those are the feelings that, you know, I used to feel when I was when I was a youngin about things that were relatively simple, you know, and I'm just really happy to be feeling those kinds of feelings again now in my old age. <laughs> so I had to share that with you all. Thanks for listening. So in conclusion, the first four days of March <laughs> were literally iconic for me. Um, and that's also the other thing, too. Not even just for me, because, again, I, I mentioned, you know, my friends and all that who have been my rocks and my riders, you know, these last, I mean, literally as long as we've been friends, but specifically these last 16 months, two years, as I've been going with, going through what I've been going through. But, you know, we've also been dealing with the stuff that they're going through as well. And the end of February transitioning into March, so many of my friends who we've been, you know, all having these collective conversations about what's next for us and just kind of getting to the next phase. 
everybody has seen a win in some shape or form. And I'm just so excited. Like every single person that I've talked to, they've had an update for me of something that we've been talking about for I don't know how long. And, you know, my news came, but a couple of weeks before that, another friend's news came. And then like the day after my news, a different friend's news came. And then like a week later, somebody else's news. And like, we are really just in this period right now of positive shifts and, you know, people are advancing forward. And that in itself is giving me so much hope because it's like, one of the things that was giving me hope before was seeing, you know, my friends and other people like win in different ways. And I'm like, wow, like, look at that. They worked so hard to get to this point and now they're here. Um, and that just gives me hope that, you know, my breakthrough will also come. And my breakthrough came. And the fact that it came after other people's came, I'm like, oh, okay, now, you know, friend number, you know, whatever, your breakthrough is next. Like, it's coming. And then it would come and it's just like, ah, you know, it's just, it's beautiful because I, I was speaking today to, you know, some other people about just the relationships I have. I attribute the relationships that I have, my interpersonal ones, um, my family ones. I, I attribute that to a lot of my success because the fact that I have these people affirming me in such wonderful ways, you know, it, it gives me the confidence and the strength to go out into the world. And when the world's being chaotic, you know, know that I, I have a solid foundation to stand on. And so I am like beside myself with everybody's accomplishments and like I said the fact that something good happened for me indicates that something great is going to happen for my peers who are waiting for something great to happen to them and you know I'm like I said earlier like I'm, I'm saying all of these things and it's very easy to you know talk a good game while you're while you're feeling good and you've got these accomplishments and things are working out right but even when again I was getting frustrated when I was sad when I was crying when I was thinking about quitting my jobs and stuff you know ultimately I didn't and a lot of that is because you know I know that we are all going through these things and when I saw my friends making progress it just kind of reminded me to keep working towards what I'm working towards because my time will come too um and it did <laughs> and if any of you are listening and you're waiting kind of for whatever is next um I hope that, you know, listening to this gives you the strength to kind of keep pushing forward just a little bit longer because it's coming. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it's going to get to you, but it will. Um, and yeah, obviously, you know, you'll know it when you see it. But, you know, don't um, don't spend too much time being frustrated and dissatisfied. It's it's easy to, you know, take it from me who who did just that a couple uh 16 months ago <laughs> and um almost let that you know kind of consume me and take over and instead um <laughs> use this as uh use these challenging times as an artistic interlude <laughs> and um or you know you, you say to yourself that this is um you know this is the part of your memoir where you know the challenge arises and it's either, you know, you're going to get through it and be able to look back on it and be like, wow, that really, that really almost got me or you're going to let yourself hit rock bottom. And so I just really encourage you not to let yourself hit rock, hit rock bottom. Um, so yeah, that's how I've been reframing my challenges as of late. And it's funny, but it, it works. <laughs> um, so 
since I remixed this episode a little bit from my original intention, um, the question that I was going to ask is kind of not relevant right now to the episode. So instead, um, I want you to think about what is, uh, in, in, in the book, (laughs) in the book that is your life, in your autobiography or your biography, if you have somebody else write it for you, (laughs) what is the part of your life that is kind of the precursor to the greatness that you're anticipating? So, like I said, you know, this, these last couple weeks, these last couple months have been particularly challenging, um, for me things have been getting really real as far as finances go like I I'm I've been in a state that I have not seen since I since before I started working full-time which was incredibly frustrating because I am working (laughs) full-time um but I also saw a tweet a couple of weeks ago too and someone was talking about like oh like this time two years ago I had $17 in my bank account and I didn't know how I was gonna you know like pay my rent But instead of, you know, giving up, I just kind of dived deep into my dream and followed it and believed in it. And now that's how I'm the breadwinner of my family by, you know, working on my project. And so I looked at that and I said, okay, yeah, I think right now I'm in the era when I of of I'm down to my last twenty five dollars and this is the last time, you know, my bank account is ever going to look like this. This is the last time that I'm ever going to be struggling in this particular way and I I was saying that um without knowing what (laughs) what what it was how I was going to get out of it but I just really believed that I would and I'm on my way there now so yeah in your in your memoir in your life story what part of your life is the precursor to your big break yeah think about that and you could very well be in it right now um you also could have had a few you could have had multiple um there's no rules to it but think about that and also try to imagine what your big break or you know one of them could potentially look like so like I said for me I too have had a bunch of uh artistic interludes (laughs) And um, but like I said, the most recent one was was more financial based. And um, now I'm getting ready to step into fully the breakthrough and the shift that I felt back in October and November. So think about that and let me know what you come up with. So as always, thank you so much for joining and happy International Women's Day. Um, Happy March to everyone spring is coming the sun is staying out longer things are feeling really good and so even when your life may not be um i hope that you're able to find again those pockets of happiness and positivity and sunshine where you can and just remember that this is not uh this is all temporary especially the bad stuff so thank you all for your time I will see you in the next episode. Be sure to check out the Catch Some Z's Instagram, the Catch Some Z's Twitter, Catch Some Z's TikTok, Catch Some Z's.com, all of that. Um, Explore and I'll talk to you soon.